Welcome, everybody, to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how are you doing? You know, there's nothing to worry about. Nothing Bouncing to see here. back. Have you, have you bounced back this week? You know, Game my, bounced back. My body doesn't bounce back like it used to when I was 22. Yeah, but what if you had a whole week? Yeah, you maybe to, you, you able to bounce back after a, after a week of I, no playing. Yeah, how, how lucky were we to have that bye week game, non game this last Wednesday to, to we, rest up? We were fortunate enough that we just didn't have to hear anything about Michi Johnson and concussion protocols. Like that was that was very nice. It's just we have a week. He's fine, you know. Like everything is fine, and um, you know, yeah. Well, we go into Ole Miss, and I want to say we handled them. We handled them pretty well, but I think that was part of Flanagan, their star player, just going up to Zach Davis and letting him know how he felt about him. No, no, no. So (laughs) we handled them. Handling them is is safe to say. Um, We We were in control. We were in control. We beat Ole Miss 72-59. Okay, we beat Ole Miss 72-59. That's 13 points. I got a question for you. 16-minute mark, Alan Flanagan, for those of you who didn't watch this, uh, basically he didn't punch Zach Davis, but he kind of did. He 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 intentionally elbowed Zach Davis in the face, like very blatant, um, flagrant to immediate ejection. And um, And Bryce, do you know what the score was then? What was that? Eight points. We were up by 13. Okay. All right. Which means that Ole Miss played better without him. It's just fifth-year senior guy that had, you know, I would say the game of the year against us when Columbia, and he just – Davis was all over him all game, and I guess he got frustrated with the defense. That's my guess. Yeah. But just just everybody saying, oh, well, because Flanagan – I mean, we won by 13. We were up by 13 when Flanagan elbowed Davis in the face. Like – you know, he, he he wasn't having a good game. It wasn't like he was all of a sudden going to hit 20 mid-range jumpers like he did in the Colonial Life Arena. This was just an interesting game. You know, we got down 4 nothing to start. And then did you have on your bingo card Zach Davis free throws and put back score as the four, first four points of the game? Did, did I fill out my bingo card before or after it was announced that Miles Studi was out? You know what? It gets old that the injuries in basketball, you find out 10 minutes before the game that yeah, not only playing. is, is Studi not playing, he didn't yeah. even travel. Can we get someone that's like checks the plane logs, you know, the day before and letting us know? I just, I just feel like it's turning into Will Muschamp injury reports out there where, you know, everything's good until five minutes before the game. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully, Studi's going to get better. It, it it actually doesn't sound good. Lamont um, in the in the post game did not sound very. This happened. No one knows. I haven't seen anything. Must have happened in practice or something. Then we it wasn't in the we game. Don't know anything. Right. Just right. just disclaimer. I'm not I'm not announcing anything. But I do not recall him getting injured in the LSU game. I mean, that's the last time they played, right? Right. Like, um. And his injury in the Tennessee game, 
that was the Tennessee game. His injury in the Georgia game that had him out for the Tennessee game, that was a shoulder, wasn't it? It was his shoulder. And it was he was fine, what, came back two weeks later, I think? Yeah. So I don't know what this is, but but it, it doesn't sound good. It seems like he's out for a while. Or he could be back in a week. Who knows? I just it, – uh, it, it does not look like he is playing at Texas A&M. The, that's what on, it uh, sounded like, Lamont, yeah. in the in the post game. So we something to keep an eye on. But you know, once I saw that news hit Twitter right before the game, I said to myself, Zach Davis and Jacoby Wright have to have a good game. And guess what? They did. They, they, they both did. had a good game. Yeah, we, we we got down by four, and then and then um and then Zach Davis kind of brought us back into it. Um, good first half. Michi hits a three. You know, early on, thought it was going to be a big Michi game, and that was pretty much it. You, you know, for, from him from a scoring standpoint, but um, but all in all, they played like once they got the lead, when I mean, they played like a better team should, a good team should on the road. They they did not play like the team that everyone in the in the Gamecock universe thought that this team was after this LSU loss and that we're and that we're just gonna crumble and completely fall apart. They went in to Ole Miss and they took care of business. Ole Miss kind of on the bubble. I think they were in the first four out before the game. So they had everything to play for. They're out. They're out. We knocked them out. Yeah, they're in the um, next four out now. It looks like about six to eight teams out now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So they already were out. Well they're they're definitely out then. You, You know and and I don't know if they're going to be able to get back in either. Well, they have a, a big home game coming up this week against Who are they Alabama. playing this week? Alabama's coming to Oxford. So anything can write the ship for them. But who cares about Ole Miss? We're done with them. We beat them twice. Um, but I did want to call this out. Let's. This got me a little frustrated during the game. Colin Murray Boyles gets two early fouls. Lamont Paris decides to keep him in, and a minute or two later, he gets a third foul, which was just, what do you do in three fouls in eight minutes? Did you get? Did you feel the frustration there? No, maybe. I mean, Paris has been doing this. Paris plays a tighter. He definitely runs. He 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 lets them play a little more than Frank did whenever they get into foul trouble. And uh, you know, it's it's if we're gonna get mad at him this time, you, you know, then like. Then we have to we we have to go back and celebrate every time he's done this and it and and it's worked. You know, in the Virginia Tech game, he he played BJ Mack in in foul trouble down the stretch much longer than than um than Frank would have, for example. And uh, and Mack didn't doesn't foul out of that game and wins us the game. You, you know, at, at the neutral site. And so, like, if if we want to react to Paris. You, you know, rolling the dice, letting the letting the players play, and if this is his strategy, yeah, it's gonna back strategies backfire from time to time. Didn't didn't have me that upset. Well, just at the at the moment, I was frustrated because of you know Colin Murray Boyle's success after the last five games. He's been kind of the the guy to depend on, and with him going out, you go, who's going to step up? And guess what? BJ Max said, "I can hit three pointers again." You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean BJ Mack's been great. Like like um just in in SEC play, he's been he's been absolutely as up good up and down. Oh, well, he's he, been yeah. Yeah, but but he's been as good as we could have hoped for. He's had some bad games, but he has these ups and and like 
one of the things that we've kind of been talking about is that this team's streaky. This team's a shooting team. This team lives by the three-point shot. They shoot a lot of threes. Sometimes they don't go in. They weren't going in this past week, you know, like like the week before against LSU and uh, and Auburn. But they went in today. And so, you know, we, we weren't going to win every SEC game, but we've now won 10. We're 10 and four. Like that's that's incredible. We thought 10 was a dream scenario at the start of the season. Um, yeah, they shoot, looks like they shoot eight for 17 today. I mean, Saturday, excuse me. This is, we're, we're recording this on Sunday. They, they shot eight for 17 from three Saturday. And um, if the threes are going in, they're going to be able to win. They'll be able to win some of these games coming up. All right, let's talk about, um, I want to, I've noticed a pattern over the last couple games, and I guess Auburn was the outlier. Michi had, I think, 22 that game. But ever since that Kentucky game, what do you think has been going on with Michi? Is it a lack of confidence, losing confidence in his offensive game? There were a couple times he drove to the lane and just airballed layups. He did miss a bad – he missed a bad layup in the first half. And it looks like, like the, even teams are starting to notice it a little bit when he drives the lane that he's looking to pass now 80% of the time. So I will say this. Some of the time, some of the time in this, like, run of games where they've been winning and he hasn't been scoring as much, some of the time it's a result – Um it's a result that he's just making his teammates better. You know, in, in some of the wins, he'll have seven, eight assists. Um, oh, he's been passing it well. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, and, and actually playing point guard, you, you know, and running the point. But I'll tell you, man, one for 11 from the floor is not good. That's not good. And, you know, Michi scores that early three pointer. And then after that, he doesn't do much. I think he gets, you're right. That's his one late. bucket. He gets he, free throws. That's he hit it. a three in the first two minutes of the game, and he doesn't make another shot for the next 38 minutes. And I, I think the team can rise above it. I just think if we want to make a run in the tournament, I think we're going to need yeah. Michi oh, no, no, no. Yes. firing yes. on all cylinders, literally. Um, I mean, like, or, or we got to play the defense that we played against Ole Miss. Like, that's and, the other thing that we got to do. Uh, define run in the tournament. Sweet 16. They could make the Sweet 16 playing exactly how they're playing right now. So I, Obviously, obviously it would be better if it would be easier to make the Sweet 16 if Michi Johnson goes for 25. But but um, but they could make the Sweet 16 playing like they played last night. Ole Miss is a tournament caliber team, all right? Uh, they played them – they would get them in a neutral site. They played them at home, and they shut down their best player – so well defensively that he literally attacked the guy that was guarding him. He got so mad, he he hit the guy in the face, like like that was guarding him, away from the ball. They're just standing there, and he's just like, boom. You, you, you know, like. Should we get T-shirts made that our defense is so good, it's going to make you want to hit us in the face? It's going to make you. we're Our defense will hit you in the face to where you'll actually literally hit us in the face. So anyway, I'm just raising it as a concern for me. Are you concerned at all at Michi? Are you fine? It is what it is. Yeah, guys are streaky. It's fine. If if it is causing us to lose, it's a problem. But it's not. You, you know, like, I mean, yeah, if, if he has a good game in, at, you know, if he shoots better against Ole, 
against LSU, we might have won. This team has shown, they showed Saturday, they've shown all season, that they can win when Michi Johnson has a bad game. This team has also shown at times this season that when they have a good, bad game, Michi Johnson can carry them to a win. Both are true. Michi had a bad game Saturday. The team was able to win anyway. Um, yes, if if we want to make a run in the tournament, we need Michi Johnson playing his best basketball. Like the, the, the 2017 team that made a run in the tournament, they, they made the run in the tournament because it's the best that every one of those players played in, in maybe their career. You, you know, it's the best we got from Thorn. Like we got a lot of good basketball from Thornwell. I don't want to diminish him to two weeks, but like he was at his best. In Dozier was at his best. Dozier. Yeah. Best, yeah. yeah. Rakeem best. Felder. Rakeem Felder was at his best in those, in those tournament runs. Uh, uh, all of them were Silva coats you know, like, like everybody played well. And so, yes, to make a tournament, you got to get hot at the right time in college basketball. And, um, you know, hopefully in the NCAA tournament, Michi Johnson does not go one for 11. All right. Well, let's talk about the most shocking thing outside of Flanagan, you know, elbowing a guy in the face. Is well, Zach, I want to talk about the Flanagan thing. I, I, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Me, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's all right. Let me finish this. And then we'll talk about the Flanagan, the elbow, sure. the, 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 Macho Man Randy Savage elbow elbow drop. Anyway, um, Zach Davis, let's talk about him. Kind of been a streaky shooter. Oh, okay, so this er- leads into the Flanagan thing. I'm with you. Oh, Carry okay. yes. so, so Zach Davis, for the year, he started the year, I don't know if you remember back in that exhibition game, he had like four, three or four three-pointers made, maybe the first game or two into the season, made a lot of three-pointers. But lately it's been – He's banking three-pointers and, you know, hasn't been shooting. Well, I think he was shooting under 20% from three. And It's not good, Bryce. <laughs> I'm just saying his shooting started the year pretty well and it kind of went down. But I'll have to say it. I am. I was shocked. He came out, Studi injured, came out to play and kind of just – I think he shocked a lot of Gamecock fans and was definitely the – first half MVP of this team. He was a guy that was scoring early when no one else could score. That's that's fair. Um because we never doubted his defense all year. He's he's been great at D. It's just the offense came and he almost had a double double, 14 and 9. What were your thoughts on Zach Davis? I, I he had a great game. His defense was obviously the like he scored 14 points. And so I don't want to say his defense it was just a defensive game, but he played phenomenal defense. Flanagan killed us. Flanagan almost um, beat us single-handedly in the second half against, um, you, you know, when we played at, at, at Colonial Life. Yeah. And uh, Davis Davis played him great. Um, uh, I thought Davis had a great game. Uh, his defense was great. I mean, he's been starting over Studi since the injury. Since, yep. since the injury to Studi. Uh, uh, Paris did not make the switch. And, um, and so – you know, I, I I think this is. I, he, is this he, an outlier, Sumter? No, is this no, it's an outlier? not an outlier. He needs to shoot a little better. I mean, he's zero for two from three. You, you know, he is he is sixteen. Um, let's see here. He is sixteen for fifty four from three this season. What percentage is that? Twenty nine percent. That's not good. Okay. 
All right. In conference play, he's seven for 28. It's only 25%. Well, I, I was just, I, I, I kind of lost, lost my words. I was shocked. And he, how about those free throws? I believe he was five of six from free throw. He wasn't good for free throw for the year. If I remember either. Um, he is, let's see here, 12 for 19 from the year. Um, but, uh, but, um, I will, five, uh, five of the no, six so came in this game. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, uh, he definitely shot from the line a lot better than he's been been shooting from the year. I just read you. I just read you. Um, not quite up to date stats. That's why I just paused. Gamecocks online got to figure this out. Their their stats page hasn't been updated since did, February seventeenth. Hey, you know what's updated all the time? The ESPN app. You need to switch to it. Yeah, but but the ES, but the Gamecocks online do conference play, and they do the well, like when you pull yeah, up their stats they, page. They yeah. do it. They do it two weeks behind. Yeah, great yeah, job. That's sometimes they get it up to date, but they do they do the season and then they do conference play, so you can kind of get a sense for how they're playing right now. But uh, but yeah, okay, fine. Um, clearly, uh, there's some debate as to which site to use on the pod between me and Bryce out there forever. I'm, I'm just me. saying there's a pattern that you've been you've been off with some old stats. To this is the first this is the first time it's been a week old. All right, let's get back on track. Yeah. But anyway, so, just proud yeah, of Zach, Zach Davis. Davis had a great game, and he needs to shoot better. He hasn't made a lot of threes. He's banked in at least two threes, maybe three. Of the of the twelve or or nineteen that he's made this season, he we are four and zero when he banks in a three pointer. Sure, that yeah. is a stat. It's like, hey, I've have a keeping. free three points. Hey, your guy just threw up a terrible shot, and we're going to give you three points anyway. That helps you win. If he had banked in one against LSU, we'd have won. You know, like so. So yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the different the. Go ahead. But, but speaking of Davis, the Flanagan flagrant foul that we've been talking about a bunch, like this was because of his defense. He was it, it, literally Flanagan just just out of the blue cold cocking. And, and it's because Davis had been frustrating him all game. And I want to say something about Zach Davis here. He did something commendable. He just let the referee call it. He didn't get up and try to fight Flanagan. He, he got didn't... mad, but he got a mad walking away. That's right. He, you're allowed to get mad. You're allowed to get mad. But 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 he got he got up. He walked back to the bench while the referees went to review it. You know, and and he did not and 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 he did not do something where they're coming out calling a flagrant two on Flanagan, technical foul on Davis, something like that. Um, also, want to give kudos. This happened away from the ball. I don't think anyone on the Carol like if you if if you're looking at the replay of this, I don't think anyone on the Carolina basketball team that was on the court even saw it. Only on official, one person saw it, and that's the official. That's an official who immediately called it, and he he immediately called it, and and like that's we've been criticizing the officials all season. It happened. He called it. Him blowing the whistle immediately is what led there not to be more like like it was good officiating. 
There was no Joe Lindsay or Pat Adams no, to ruin it. That's not, why. Not, it was not. Um, but but, but just it, the, official, the official saw it. The official immediately called it. He didn't call it a flagrant two. He immediately, but he, he knew it was something. He called it. And then he was like, let's look at it. Boom, flagrant two. Get this guy out of here. I think BJ Mack was the first player to kind of react a little bit later and saying, what the heck? And that's when Davis, he kind of grabbed Davis and they kind of walked off. And I was like, yeah. wow. Because if that was me, I probably would have lost my cool. Yeah, you would have lost your cool. Would but you I'm out of it. Would, would you have fought a guy? Do you, you ever get in a fight in a church basketball game? Hey, I'm, I'm not a D1 athlete, but I am a church basketball star. Okay. And I would have. Probably got into a little bit of fight for sure. Now I've I've had a little few fisticuffs in church ball. You would have bit. waited until your boy Mike was there to hold you back, and then you would have just yelled a bunch. I would have flopped for sure. <laughs> you would have you would have just been you would have been holding your eye like like I would have soccer. You would not have gotten up off of the floor. That's what would have happened. I would have faked. I would have faked soccer. You, you would have sure. made them stop the game. You would have made them stop the game. Is what you would have done. You would have just laid on the floor until somebody had to be like, something happened. Okay, we have to look at it. This kid's crying about something. But in church ball, the replay system was not available eighteen years ago. They have replay now in church ball. Probably not, but. Just I saying. wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, big win on the road. Quad one victory. Um, just we had five games left going into this. We get the first win. It takes us up to Texas A&M, another team on the bubble right around, I think, the first four out. Um, they got blown out by Tennessee, I think, by like 30 points in Knoxville. But uh, it's just a game on the road that you need to win. A&M plays pretty well at home, but, you know, they haven't been playing well of late. But it looks like they have one star. Can't think of his name, but they I feel like they do like a, uh, a box of one. Like this one guy is going to try to score and everyone else just kind of stands around and says, you know, you know, you're going to pass the ball to me. But, uh, yeah, Taylor the fourth, whatever. Um, but uh, it's going to be an interesting game. You got Will – is it Williams Levesque? Wildrens Levesque. He played for the Gamecocks. No, I'm just saying, you got Wildens Levesque, you know, another Frank Martin transfer. We're going to play. We played Hannibal earlier in I the year. I always liked Levesque. We played Hannibal. Hannibal didn't kill us, uh, even though LSU beat us. Let's let's hope that um, if Levesque goes for, you know, 20 points, 10 rebounds, I'm going to – I'm just going to be – Well, he starts a lot, but he only he's only averaging 1.6 points – a game this year, but when Levesque was with us, he was kind of an eight point six rebound. That was kind of his. Yeah, yeah. He was he would he was a good player. I always liked him. No, well, um, guys. One thing that I think we need to talk about. I believe that on every preview pod that we did all season, uh, whether it was the beginning of the season, it was the start of the SEC play. Ten wins was the dream, right? It was my dream. I wanted at least 10 wins to get in the ten, tournament. T- 10 wins, 10 wins was the dream. And here we are 10 and 4. Did did you be, could you have believed that we would have gotten here but, uh, still with a week to go in February? If you I, I would have thought it's possible, but it would have been not beating Kentucky and Tennessee but then beating Georgia and LSU and flipping those. Sure. That's kind of, but how we got there, you know, 
You, I think <laughs> you calmly being like, yeah, impossible. Yeah, that's good. That's that's. Uh, well, I'm just saying, if you switch those two out, that's logical, right? You expected us to beat Georgia and LSU. I, I'm just saying, we were hoping to go nine and nine. We didn't think that was in the. We, we didn't necessarily think that was in the cards. We thought ten and nine, ten and eight was the. What's I up? Ca- I called ten and eight beginning of the season. You did my- not. You did not. You I did, called it. Play, play the pod back. No, you said ten and eight would get us in the tournament. Ten and eight would be great. Go listen to our SEC preview pod. You said we're an NIT team. I'm the only person that said we're in the NCAA tournament. We can get Kyle on the phone right now if we need to. Anyway, I said you did not have us in the tournament at the start of the season, which means said- you didn't have us going ten and eight in SEC play. All I have to say is, I said 10 All I have to say in. Is, it, is you did not have us in the tournament. You had us in the NIT, which means you didn't have us go in 10 and 8. All right, let's move on. Let's just say this. Let's just keep winning. Oh, you want to move on from being wrong and trying uh-huh. to rewrite history here? That's what you want to do? Hey, how about we just win out and go win the conference? That's right. You just win the national title. So, so, you- so here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say, okay? 10 and 8 was the dream, was all I was trying to say. All right. We didn't like like this was how we made the tournament. They've done that. OK, I think they're very they're securely in um, the goal now for this team. What I think they need to do is figure out how to get. Oh, how to finish in the top four of the SEC. I think that is is the way that we need to look at these next four games is that is that a, the double by finishing in the top four of SEC play is the way to do that. So that puts us on, I think, playing Thursday instead of Tuesday or Wednesday. We would play Thursday, and we would only have to play – if we wanted to win the SEC tournament, we would only have to play three games. It would be wonderful. You know? so, you, so you have Tennessee, and you have Alabama at 11-3. Yeah, they're 11-3. And, and, and then you have us and Auburn at 10-4, and four, and then you That's got right. Florida and um, Kentucky on our heels. That's right. And Florida and Kentucky are nine and five. Kentucky's playing State, hot right now, too. Yeah. Mississippi State is eight and six. So so the only the only teams that can really catch us, I mean, obviously, if they lose the four, the, if they lose every game, they're not going to get a top four bye. Okay. Correct. But um <clears throat> the only teams that can kind of catch us are Florida, Kentucky, and maybe Mississippi State. All right. But they get to take care of business at uh, against you, you know. We finished the year at Mississippi State. We, you, you know, we, we who is we, playing we, the best ball? I think in, in the SEC right now. I, I don't know. Tennessee's playing pretty good basketball. Well, I'm just saying so from a winning streak perspective. I think they've won seven in a row. Mississippi. I mean, State. we had, we we won seven in a row and then lost by forty. I've already forgotten. I, I forgot what that felt like. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So so, uh, but but uh, but so, but anyway, the games like like the big time games that are going to matter. Florida, Mississippi State, A and M. That's what this team needs to do. All right, we need to we need to beat A and M. We then need to beat Florida, and I think that that will like like secure ourselves in the top four. Plus, you, you know, like I don't know. I, I want to talk myself into us winning all four games. Obviously, they're not gonna, they're probably not going to do that. But uh, but just if they if they're a top four seed. In 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 the SEC tournament, and then could maybe win a game. I think I think we're a I think we might be able to be as high as a four seed, Bryce. I don't think so. I 
I think even if we lose, if we how you said it is, if we lose our last two, I think we sit it around as five or six at the best. Sure, no, no, like, 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 yeah, but, but, Resume um, wise, sure, but it all depends what other teams if, are if, doing. Right I think if we get a first round buy, I think if we get a first round buy, um, I think I think we can get and and then can win that first game and get to the semifinals of the SEC tournament. I think we can be, I think we can be, I, I think we can be a four seed in the. Um, in the NCAA tournament, which would be way better than being a, a five or a six. All right. So I think we're, we have really bad uh, matchup problems with Auburn and Alabama, but on a neutral site, anything can happen because we played them away. I mean, at their home. So um, anything can happen, but anyway, yeah, the, before... the tournament's not in Birmingham, is it? No, it's like, in Nashville. We yeah. don't have to play a basketball game in, in the state of Alabama, do we? No. We've um, we've we've lost by like a net of seventy points in the state of Alabama, I think, this season. But anyway, let's see what happens. AM is definitely winnable. And then Florida at home, who's playing well of late. I think they're ranked in the top twenty-five now, but they're beatable, I think, because just because we have them at home, I think we'll be probably be a three-point favorite. But anyway, let's go take go two and zero this week and let's see what happens and go finish the year strong. Yeah. Two and zero this week. That's it. Texas AM. We need to we need to beat Texas AM. And is it Florida? Is Florida the first one of the home games? Correct. So then so and then we got Tennessee during the week. Correct. And then you have at Mississippi State the last Saturday before. Man. Well, kudos to this team for being 10 and 4 coming into this stretch. Because this this would be a rough, like if like if we were, you know, if we were if we were eight and six coming into this stretch. Needing to like like this is a this would be a rough you know end of the season and kudos to them positioning themselves to um to to really be able to take advantage of of this season and um and and already basically positioning themselves in the tournament. Well, I'll see what happens, but I think we were twenty going into the week. You think I think we'll probably sit maybe eighteen, nineteen in the. We'll rankings. go up a spot or two. We'll go yeah. up. Like Ole Miss if, was if, a big win. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, we'll go up a spot or two. Uh, there were there were ranked teams that lost. We just have to play, you know, Mississippi State, and it's a late one. It's a late one on Wednesday, eight thirty. You mean you mean A and M? A and M. That's what I said. You what said Mississippi I, State. Okay, A and M late one this week. This has been a terrible pod. We've messed up. We got to do better, Sumter. We got to do better. Okay? You got to do better. <laughs> anyway, um, you're just mad that I called you out. Okay, it's been the argumentative pod. Anyway, um, let's let's jump to the women where there's nothing to complain about. I do about love ever. the eight thirty over the nine o'clock. It's it's and at eight thirty on the road, you can watch it at your house. You know, you eat dinner, clean up, wind down, put the game on. Be in bed before eleven. It's a good. It's a, it, I love an eight thirty game on the road. So we got the women. They beat the crap. They beat the doors off Alabama and Kentucky. And talking about the Kentucky game today, it looked like Kentucky laid down within the first two minutes, and they didn't look like they had a competent team. Yeah, it's it's like first. By the way, South I don't even Carolina, know what else to say about this team. You know how Tennessee against when the men played Tennessee last year and they beat us by 40 plus and it was the first time in SEC history? Well, the women have beaten Kentucky by 45 plus points in two games and it broke an SEC record today. 
and beatdowns over Kentucky. The, against Alabama and Kentucky this week, the Carolina women outscored them 175 to 99. Like, that's just ridiculous. And that's with Cardoso sitting. So, 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 yeah, this is this is interesting. So, Watkins got to start today against Kentucky. Correct, and I, I, I kind of want to talk about this. Cardoso, they said that you know she had some, um, she it was a struggle from her um, trip to Brazil, that she had some, you know, issues with the flight coming back, and I wonder if there's some other injury they're just not talking about. So she didn't, she doesn't play at all. Oh, she didn't even dress. Yeah. This, it's Which just, also was not announced. I just think something, there could be an injury there, and Dawn's not talking about it. Like, the the, the first we knew that, Kadars, that Cardoso wasn't playing was when they announced Watkins as the starter. I, and I so, um, you know, something's going on. I think she said in her post game that, you know, if she's not at least 80 or 90%, she's not going to play. But, you know, is it motion sickness? Is it, you know... Travel issues coming back from Brazil. I'll just there's some there must be an injury they're not telling us about. Yeah, and she did, and she doesn't play against Alabama walking. Oh, she game. sat all week. She yeah. didn't even yeah, all week, all yeah. week. Um, but uh, but so like, yeah, th there has to be something up. So that's our one complaint, Dawn. What's the real injury? But outside of that, we're killing people on the court. It's getting to the point where. I'm actually feeling bad about the other teams, uh, how bad we're beating them. Because you see on their face, they're like this. We have no chance. It's... Arkansas will be a, a nice test, I think, on the road this week for our last road game and then finishing Maybe. against Tennessee. They, they should take care of business there. You know, like, like it, it's – like, I would love these games to be more competitive, but just, you know, uh, they were winning the – like like it was they were up what 42 42 22 at, at at half they were up they were up 20 points at half against Kentucky like they basically are doing to half of the SEC what Auburn did to us one time you know what Auburn did to the men one time um something I do want to give a shout out to the women what's that today against Kentucky 19 from 21 from the foul line Ooh. Malaysia Full Wiley. Mal Malaysia Full Wiley. 12 for 12. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's some, Thorn that's some Thornwell numbers right there. That's better than Thornwell numbers. Thorn Thornwell would shoot that many, but he would always make, like, it, it would always be 9 to 11. You, you, you know, like, like, him going 12 for 12 would be. Would be rare. But what I love about this women's team, it's just balance. You don't have just one star going off. You have four or five people in double digits almost every game. It's just great. We've got seven players that it does not surprise us if they lead the team in scoring. Well, every one of the starters, Bull Wiley, and then, um, and then, and then Cardoso. Anyway, we beat. Alabama 72-44 on Thursday, and we beat the doors off Kentucky 103-55. Just two more games left for the women for another undefeated regular season, back-to-back. -back. Wouldn't that be nice?
Yeah. And I think it's fair to say, I don't think we expected an undefeated regular season. So look at you, look at you, look at you. I'm the, sh should I say, no, I called us going undefeated. <laughs> is, is that what I should say right now? No, I, just, I did not think we were going undefeated. This team is performing better than the team last year, I think. And it's because of the three point shooting to go along with the defense. Yes. They're better offensively. They're just so, so the team last year, is maybe is maybe one of the best defensive women's basketball teams of all time in the history of women's basketball. And um this team is probably is is maybe like 85 90% what that team was defensively, which is still an insanely good defensive team, but but just offensively they're just they're just leaps and bounds better. When Watkins is playing at an all SEC level, and full Wally keeps on getting better. Pow Pow keeps bringing it. Johnson keeps bringing it. Both Johnsons. Tessa Johnson's starting to play well. Sania Walker, the girl that was the transfer from JUCO, she's playing well. I know she fouled out today, but um, she's playing more minutes. Um, you know, even with Cardoso not playing, we ain't missing her, and we're playing at a high level. We have to let the rest of this season play out. But this has a chance, but, but it's just insane to me that it is possible that we are watching the best basketball team that Dawn Staley has put on the court and in, in her career. And better, it's that and it's better than an Asia Wilson or an Aaliyah Boston team, that this team is better than either of those squads. And they might be. And if they and and they're in position, they only have to win what do they got. Three Four SEC games? tournament games in Greenville, two in the regular season, and then I guess you got six in the NCAA. So they got win the so so we got we we got two more regular season games, and then the tournaments. And so Le like eleven like, more games, eleven more games, eleven more games. Them. They got to win eleven more basketball games, and um, and in the in and they can probably even lose one of those in the first five. You, you, you know, in the in the regular season of the SEC tournament, and us still enter this equation. You, you know, of, of whether or not they're better than an Aaliyah Boston or an Asia Wilson basketball team. But, uh, I mean, obviously, to for, for that to be true, they have to win the national championship. And so I don't want to – you know, we, we said at the start of the season the Final Four would be a success, and that still will be a success for this team. But I this there is every reason to believe that this team can win the national championship. They don't back down to anybody. And if they keep scoring, the only times that we see this team struggle is if they're missing a lot of three-pointers and missing a lot of free throws and getting out-rebounded. I mean, that LSU game that they took us to, what, the last maybe three minutes before we got rolling? Is, I mean, is that the, that's the only game that, that, that that's suspect all season. Like, even a couple a couple weeks ago. We've had some close quarter. games, but the last five minutes we'll win by 10-plus. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, but, but they take care of business. The only that did – is is LSU the only time you thought all season that this team was losing a basketball game? Had the chance to lose, yes. Yeah. For sure. I, I, the yeah. whole game, I was like, man, what is going on? But it was that LSU home magic, and it wore off in the last two minutes. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's 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 just incredible. I, I don't even know what to say about, about what Dawn is doing with with, with – and, and the – she's just – right nine players that's what this is it's the right nine it's just a perfect she's got just a dynamite nine player rotation and um and it's it's yeah 
And this is when you sit in your preseason SEC Player of the Year in Cardosa, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, I think, you know, Arkansas um, will get the win in Arkansas. And then you have Tennessee, who has the, the stars and the capability of playing you close. But we also, I can see us, you know, beating I've been doing against LSU plus. today. I knew that they were playing LSU. Did they win? They won. Uh, no, LSU beat uh, Tennessee today by 15. It wasn't. It wasn't as close as that final score. It's just LSU had control the whole game. Yeah. Um, a lot of trash talking. Um, I can't wait to see LSU in that SEC tourney final. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. That that'll be fun. It will be fun to play them if if we if we play them three times and beat them three times this season. That would just be an absolute blast. Oh yeah, that would be great. Um, but you know we have the SEC tournament in Greenville, which is a bona fide home game um for us so but you know what it'd be cool to play him in the tourney but i want iowa and i think everyone is circling to play iowa but Iowa's going to probably be a second seed in someone's bracket um it'll just be interesting if they put them in the albany bracket wouldn't that be interesting regional final oh man uh, there's no way they'll put them in our bracket well never say never I'm just saying yeah, this year we don't have the luck of having the um I think Greenville having the first couple rounds and or the third and fourth rounds like we had before, not even leaving the state. Um but anyway, women are doing is, is Iowa has Iowa really fallen where they're gonna be a two, a two seed? That's where they're projected right now. Yeah, I think they have four or five losses. Yeah, well everybody's got four or five losses, right? Well, they're not the Gamecocks, that's right. <laughs> I mean, like like Carolina could lose a game and still be the unanimously number one team in the country. They could lose is, two is, is or three games. They could lose two or three games and still be the number one overall seed. So yeah, so Carolina's South Carolina's twenty five and zero, and there is then a one, two, three, four, five. There's a five way tie from a record standpoint. Uh, Ohio State, Stanford, Iowa, Texas, and NC State are twenty three and three. Interesting. What's funny this year, what's funny about this year's rankings is that normally Dawn schedules all the top 10 and we've played half of them. I don't think we've played any of those, you know, um, of Ohio State, Stanford, Iowa, Texas and NC State. And so um, and so that is that that is interesting. The teams that we've played like Virginia Tech, um, uh, LSU, UConn, Utah, Notre Dame. um, Maryland's not even ranked. We didn't play Virginia Tech. That was the men. That's my yeah. bad. But but uh, but um, j- just like the ranked teams, the that the, they were all in the top ten to start the season, but are no longer. You, you know, like um, where's UConn now? Are they around like twelve? UConn is fifteen. The, wow. the highest ranked team that we have beaten is, I believe, number thirteen LSU. Then there's. UConn fifteen. That's right. Utah, Utah off you. yeah. Utah's eighteen. Notre Dame is nineteen, and then it looks like some of the other ranked wins that they've had in like Maryland, North Carolina, um, Duke. They've all fallen. They've all fallen off the map. We didn't play Louisville, did we? No. Um, but you know, now that you're talking about it, um, Utah gave us everything we wanted. I think we only beat Utah by what six points. That was a somewhat close game in the non-conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neutral side game. 
it just rang a bell that when we were talking about it. Um, but anyway, women are it, doing great. It, we beat them by nine. It was a little. We handled a little more business than uh than than I think you're remembering. But we won the outright title today. Um, for the league, no more sharing like we had when they got the trophy um, earlier in the week against Alabama. But anyway, eight SEC regular season championship out of 11 for Dawn. That's pretty dang good. Good. Um, but anyway, all right, let's uh, let's have a good week, Sumter. Um, yeah, man. Uh, let's, let's beat Texas A&M. Let's have a 4-0 week. And, man, we're going to be all oh, the hype that would be going into – um, that Tennessee game, if we go two and zero, beating A and M in Florida. Oh well, so so the the, the Florida game is going to be hyped too. What did they did? Did they win Saturday? Florida, they did. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be they're going to be ranked pretty. Oh, they're ranked. They're ranked, ranked, ranked they're twenty. Like, um, it's not. Nah. Florida's twenty four right now. They're not going to jump us. Nah. Who did they play this week? Oh man, they played they Vandy. At- they played Vandy. Oh, Vandy's. <laughs> so anyway, no one's jumping us, but um, it, sh- it should be a good game, good week. Oh, and they lost, and they lost, they lost that Alabama in the middle of the week. Yeah, they're not jumping us. Yeah, they, t- they did take Alabama to overtime. Oh, they should have won the game, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they will probably stay ranked, but but uh, but but will probably not jump us. Had they beaten Alabama, they would. I, for whatever reason, I, I I was like, oh, they beat Alabama, they're going to jump us. But but I forgot that they 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 end up losing in overtime. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Um, hopefully, we have a great week, and we'll do it again next Sunday for Sumter and Bryce. GBO out. Go Cox.